Welcome to a special bonus episode of the Passive House podcast, recorded at North American Passive House Network's conference, Passive House for All, in June 2021 in New York City. In this, the 15th of 18 interviews we recorded amidst the hustle and bustle of the conference hall floor, I chat with Dr. Marianne Akers, Dean of the School of Architecture and Planning at Morgan State University. A couple of quick thank yous before we get started. First, thanks to NAPHN for putting on this conference and for partnering with us on these interviews. Second, a big thank you to our sponsors who make everything we do at The Accelerator possible. Our founding sponsors are 475 High Performance Building Supply, Backstink We Architects, Glavel, Minotaire, Mitsubishi Electric Train HVAC US, Partel, RDH Building Science, Rockwell North America, Stocorp, and Zola Windows. Our champion sponsor is SIGA, and our stakeholder partner is NYSERDA, the New York State Energy and Research Development Authority. With that, please enjoy my interview with Dr. Akers. Welcome. I'm here with Marianne Akers, who is the Dean of the School of Architecture and Planning at Morgan State University. Um, it's a pleasure to get to meet you for the first time here yeah. and to sit down to chat. Well, I'm glad to be here. Uh, tell me a little bit about the, your work at Morgan State and, and its relationship to Passive House. Like, where is Passive House in the conversation within the curriculum there? You know, what, what, what are your, some of the priorities you're bringing to your work with your students? Yeah. So, to be honest with you, we don't know much about Passive House. Um, what happened was Ken approached the seven schools of uh, architecture that are historically black institutions, right. and he gave a spill about, come to our conference yes. on Passive House. Um, and so I, we said, oh, okay, well, we'll see. So we have been emphasizing lead. Uh-huh. in in yeah. all most of our courses and things like that and it was very interesting that passive house really is very different well i wouldn't say very different but yeah. different from yeah. lead yeah definitely and yeah. in the sense that um you know passive house is more really the the performance and monitoring and performance right. while Lead is more of a scorecard kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. And so yeah, well said. what was interesting was it's our 10th year yeah. uh, that we have occupied a lead, lead gold building uh-huh. on campus. And initially, uh, we were so, um, you know, really excited. Oh, we're going to know whether we're saving energy or things right. like that. But right. we found out that um after we got the lead certification it's like okay bye there was no follow-up no accountability in fact the the company that was supposed to monitor our energy consumption and because we had solar panels and all that uh, got out of business after the second year so it's like oh my gosh all these data and we don't even know how our building is performing and so this conference has really opened my eyes on how important it is to actually monitoring 
you know, your the performance of right. your building. So. There has been this this uh, performance gap for many uh, green buildings, unfortunately, where there's an expectation for the the performance and and then that you know falling short of that performance. Yes. And and I, I I was introduced to, to green building through lead as well, and we became a lead AP yeah. um, initially. And um, what ha what has been really powerful to understand and to witness is is just that passive houses it simply gives you a set of tools to to understand the numbers and the and the physics of the building yes. so that you can really evaluate that and, and dial it in and you know in a way that's optimal for cost but also for the for the occupants and so that's powerful that you have that for that personal experience I mean there are lots of things that are nice that are good about lead with the the broad kind of oh, yes. reach of sustainability yes. and but it, there's this complementary that needs that complementary um, yes. depth in terms of the energy performance analysis and design. Yes. So, yes. or even um, a lot of their points, for example, um, there's really no follow through after uh -huh. you've gotten your right. designation, and right. that's it. Case in point, in our building, we got several points because we had parking spaces for hybrids and uh, no carpool, but hybrids. We had at least 10 parking spaces. And so we got points for that. But at that time, 10 years ago, you know, hybrids were not the thing yet. And after about, I would say three, four years, parking services said, um, uh, it's never occupied, so they right. took it out. Right. So we got the point, but what happens after? Do you see passive house potentially playing a role in the curriculum at the, at the school, or what, what are your thoughts about how this might apply to your work and, and the work of, of the school? Yeah, definitely. Passive house should be taught in the curriculum. Now, the School of Architecture and Planning has a very broad uh, spectrum of programs. So we do have architecture, we have interior design, we have construction management, we have city and regional planning, landscape architecture. Yeah. So we have kind of in terms of the built environment, we have all those disciplines. Right. So I see passive housing incorporated in all of that. And that was um, to me what was beautiful about this conference was I learned so much from windows types of windows, how grocery stores, for example, <laughs> supermarket, how um, lighting and all these other aspects that I never thought about, all the way to yesterday's session on cities. Um, and I said, oh my gosh, yeah, because you can have all these homes that are passive houses but you need also all the way to policy that will support that. And that's what this conference had. Again, a very, right. very broad take on the context of Passive House. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why I really enjoyed it. It's yeah. exciting to hear this. Um, yeah. You know, we're so, we're so, <laughs> so eager to see this kind of approach and understanding of building science and all that stuff to, to really spread more widely. I mean, yes. that's one thing about LEED that has been incredible, yes. that just to how yes. it's everywhere, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. But, I, but I think that there are also right now, there are then a lot of people like yourselves who are, mm -hmm. who are asking some questions about, mm -hmm. well, is this delivering on what we need to deliver on in terms mm -hmm. of building quality and mm -hmm. 
climate mitigation and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, it's so it's on a personal level, it's exciting to, to hear about this and yes, that yes. that there there is this connection that you that for you. What would, what could be good next steps for the passive house community, maybe NAPHN or um, practitioners, in terms of supporting you in the next whatever the next steps might be um, as you go go back to to your institution? Yeah. So, first of all, we truly appreciate the way that the organization has reached out to. Um, um, minority institutions. I mean, that was wonderful. And in fact, many of our faculty from the seven schools of architecture are listening online. And so it starts there because once they start getting curious and asking questions over and above lead, then, um, you know, hopefully they, they will have that knowledge to change the curriculum so that um, you know, students w- will learn more about it. So, yeah. Well, this has been really wonderful. It's so great to, to connect with you. Is, yes. is, there, is there anything else you want to add or, yeah. or hopes you have for the conference in the last couple of hours or I mean, anything else that you'd yeah. like to share? Well, um, we are here for a reason, right? The seven schools of historically black institution. And so, I truly appreciate the approach of inclusiveness. And it would certainly be very good if community leaders in neighborhoods that have been marginalized would actually also be trained and uh, exposed to what passive housing is and incorporate community into this conference because you have uh, advocates there then that are really grassroots and that's how you make a movement. <laughs> yeah, really important observation and advice. Yeah. So thank you okay. very much. This has been really wonderful to talk sure. with you. Sure, really thank you. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that special bonus episode of the Passive House podcast. On behalf of everyone here at the Passive House Accelerator, thank you for listening and stay tuned for more on the Passive House podcast. Thank you. Bye-bye.